Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Summer, no dunks, hitting the beach to read your emails and tweets. It's Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. Hello, friends. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tess Mellis. Surprise, J.D. never really goes on the nose. <laughs> yeah, new music here for Beach Devin. Uh, next to Tassie, it's the bearded woman, Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Ayo. 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 And last but not least, over yonder, helping out, J.D., it's The Apprentice, it's Eshawa Kid. Y'all like that, uh... New music? Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't yeah, mind it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love change. It's tough for me. <laughs> and I like that old beach step in music, but uh, apparently we kept getting flagged. Yeah. We don't get the rights to that banger anymore. So, yeah, JD and uh, JK there are giving us some new tunes. <laughs> It'll grow on me. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. We love to see it. Hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. Comment away. As always, go get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. T-shirts, hoodies, mugs, hats. We might have a tank top coming soon for you beach-stepping freaks out there. And hey, don't be shy about grabbing a subscription to The Athletic. There's a new deal on, I believe. Dollar a month for up to 12 months. Take advantage of that. For all the manly fathers out That's there. That's right. Or it's just the, the regular fathers. perfect Father's Day gift. Yeah. Uh, which is this weekend. You guys got anything planned? Mm-mm. No? Nope. It's not for us to plan. Well, good point. Good call. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, go to theathletic.com slash no dunk so they know that we sent you. And hey, once you're done with Beach Step in here, check out the brand new No Buns podcast with Tass and Joel over at the Athletic Baseball Show feed on YouTube, on Apple, on Spotify, on the Athletic app. Uh, you guys talking a ton of baseball, including who is Ellie Dela Cruz, who is my favorite player in baseball. <laughs> I saw one highlight from this guy. I was like, yep. <laughs> That's my new favorite player. He's very cool. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to be a lot of people's favorite player. Yeah, he looks Cooler cool. or less cool than O'Neal Cruz? Yeah, that's a great call. There's Same guy. A lot of comparisons, for sure. Well, more power from this guy. This he's guy? Got, yeah, he's got more tools in the bag, <laughs> hopefully. Okay. Yeah. But both, both speedsters, I guess. They do it all. This oh, guy I does love it. it all. I love it. All right. Well, go check out uh, the new No Bunts, like I said, with Tass and Joel. Uh, let's get into our questions. Thanks to everybody that sent them in by way of email or in the YouTube comments or Twitter at No Dunks Inc. INC on the end. First one Dearest Dinkly Dunks. In any championship, there's usually one team that pretty much everyone other than the team's fan base really wants to see lose. You know, any super team. Any big market team, any team that's won a title recently. These finals were different in that both teams seemed widely liked. We had one team making its finals debut, led by the most unorthodox, spellbinding big we've ever seen, and the other team was an eighth seed 
that featured a squad of scrappy, work-hard-and-be-the-man men. <laughs> all that said, was this the most likable finals of all time? The only one that comes kind of close is 2021, but even then, Chris Paul was there. <laughs> so, what say you? Great question from Dan in Cleveland. Did we just experience the most likable finals <laughs> matchup uh, of all time? What do you think? I mean, we've come a long way if the Miami Heat are a likable team. Right. This right. was a team that was not likable a decade ago. Uh, LeBron left. They had some downtimes. Dion Waiters and Tyler Johnson were heavily involved. Hassan Whiteside had a run. Mm -hmm. uh, but then they struggled through this regular season, made it in through the play-in tournament as an eighth seed in the finals. That's how you become likable. Underdog status for the Miami Heat. Because when you think of a big market, flashy team, Miami's got to be pretty high on the list. There's like three teams that get free agents. One of them is Miami. Uh, they've yeah. been doing it for basically 20 years at this point. Uh, but I'm kind of surprised here because Dan in Cleveland, you would think he finds LeBron James likable. LeBron made 10 finals appearances in the last 20 years. So he's basically throwing out all of those is what it sounds like to me. Well, at least Dan is uh, stepping back and maybe taking off his Cavaliers hat going... A lot of other people hate LeBron James. Yeah, so, they, they definitely do. Especially when you consider him going to the finals yeah. time and time and time again and having a lot of success. So I think that's where he's getting. But I went back to like Spurs-Cavs 07 as a potential one. Now we're at the, the beginning of LeBron's career, his first time there, taking a bunch of like nobodies to the finals versus the Spurs who were, they were trying to win their third title in five years. So maybe that completely eliminates them here from this idea, but... I don't know. That's a long time ago. I had that one, and I had the Heat Mavs, 06, you know, pre-Heatles. Yeah, I had that as well. Because that team featured two teams that had never previously appeared in the finals, uh, and, you know, obviously one of them was going to win there, and so they hadn't won in a long time, or had never won in those two teams' cases as well. So I went I went Dallas-Miami, 06, and I went maybe San Antonio-Cleveland, 07. Yeah, the Spurs... Uh, I wouldn't classify as likable. I think maybe ambivalent, maybe non-haters uh, throwing sure. it out there with the with the Spurs. But uh, I, I like the the twenty one example is a good one. Although there was a reason to hate the Suns for some people, just because they faced teams that were all banged up. So some people decided that they didn't belong. Some people doing the same with the Denver Nuggets this season not playing a, a team higher than a four seed, whatever the hell that means. But, uh, yeah, the, the Suns is a good one, the Chris Paul thing, sure. But, you know, they had to go through the Lakers. AD was banged up, missed, missed a bit of time in that series. No Jamal Murray with the Nuggets in round two. No Kawhi in round three. Mm -hmm. I think uh, what helps this one, obviously the Heat being an eight seed, just the underdog. The syndrome. Um, yeah, and not the, the hugest of huge markets. Yeah, the Miami Heat, yeah, the... A big non-huge market, <laughs> so it's like really close. Uh, but it, the big markets increases the hate for sure. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Well, that's, that's why we that's have to eliminate any time the Celtics obviously got there, or the Lakers, or any team that like went back to back, the Warriors, or you know, I mean, that's why Success. he's asking this question, because um, it's like you can't even go Toronto versus Golden State because at that point Golden State's like the dynasty, and then they get banged up, and the Raptors take advantage. Yeah. What about 2015? First Warriors championship. Yeah. LeBron takes the Cavs to the finals for the first time ever. That's not it bad. It is LeBron. That's not so bad. people aren't going to like it. Yeah. But he's back home. That's a good one. And the Warriors were a beloved team yeah, their first darlings. time around for sure. Yep. Oh, Babyface Steph for sure. But 
Yeah, LeBron, the LeBron factor takes it away from me. Like if he didn't crack the vitamin water on that decision, <laughs> then maybe he's still liked to some degree. But there's a lot of haters, mm-hmm. even back then. But 07, that's an interesting one. I like this. I like this question. Well, I, I don't know. 07 is interesting. Uh LeBron, young LeBron for sure, but I don't think the, the Spurs weren't liked. No. They were, I would say they're more on the unliked side because they were just known as the most boring team that keeps getting back to the finals every time. It wasn't until 2014 that people were on board with the Spurs because yeah. they were playing way cooler basketball yeah, the by that time. Basketball. Yeah. Okay, so what have we maybe decided on? Were we okay with 06 with the idea of Miami-Dallas for the first time in the finals? That one's tough, too, because I feel like that's when people started hating the Heat after that series was over because Dwayne Wade went to the free throw line 25 times. Yeah, but leading into the series. (laughs) Uh, I don't remember that far back, the opinions, but uh, Shaq wasn't a beloved guy, you know? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, then this is the answer. It's this one. <laughs> it's Jimmy Butler versus Jokic. Everybody yeah. was going to be happy with either of those guys winning, for especially, of course, their legacy. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I also think like every champion team has been likable for the past five years. The Nuggets, they're getting their first championship. Mm-hmm. Last year's Warriors coming back after being taken out of uh, the playoffs for the four seasons prior. Bucks first title in forever. 2020, the Lakers win after Kobe Bryant's death in the bubble, and then 2019, the Raptors, their first one as well. So I think as long as uh, you can get over dynasties on the other side, there's a lot of likability. All right, moving on here. Hello, boys. Hope you're doing well. With the Nuggets winning their first championship after 47 years in the NBA, I wonder what is one thing you achieved after trying and failing for a long time? Awesome. Guys you love, Upturn. (laughs) You got me there. Gonzalo from... Uruguay. So uh, something you achieved after trying and failing for a long time. Yeah, I had a tough one with this, and all I could come up with was my trusty blue coat. What? <laughs> uh, there was a Bill Cunningham documentary, a photographer, a fashion photographer. He did a lot of work for the New York Times. This documentary came out in 2011. This guy wore a blue cho- chore coat to everything. Uh, hmm. Big time fashion shows, uh, just taking pictures of people outside on the street. I was like, man, I love that jacket. I love it so much, I want to get one. His were fancy. His were expensive. It was hard to find a good one until last summer, before the finals started. I saw one sitting there at Gap.com, and I said I had to have it. And now I just wear it every day, so it looks really, really old in 20 years' time. There you go. It looks good on you. You were wearing it this morning when you got out of the That's uh, right. very rainy oh. weather here. I saw I you struggling with your umbrella coming out of Yeah, the you know, I couldn't, uh, didn't want to get my jacket wet for 20 <laughs> feet of walking skates. I know, it was boring. <laughs> it was boring. This guy was so kind. Well, first off, he parked in the driveway, which he never does. I'm never a driveway man. I don't but it was, it was raining too hard for you. my catalytic converter. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't want to park on the road because that was too far. And it was like a river. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to have wet feet. No. Uh, but this guy stopped at my car because I was like going to wait the rain out for a bit. And he like tapped on the window. <laughs> Holding his umbrella. Hey, come on under, big guy. Come on, buddy. <laughs> I thought you go, you go, you go. I'm fine. I can dodge. I can dodge the raindrops. Um, oh, he didn't give you his chore coat to put on. <laughs> put on your head. It was like a yeah, like a date. He, he took his jacket off and put it down, and I walked across it into the, into the classic factory. Uh, okay, that's a that's a good one. I struggled with this one too. I mean, I got a boring answer. Um, it would be like trying to run. Uh, a sub three hour marathon that took a while that took a lot of training and a lot of marathons till I finally got there so that's the old running boring one but the answer um, is probably from recent where it took me a while to finally figure out how to say dating age gaps 
I almost screwed it up again. <laughs> I almost said capes again. Oh my god. Why is it when I see those three words together, dating age gaps, I want to say dating age gapes. But I did it. Twice there. <laughs> I did it. Uh, Ash, by the way, jump in with uh, answers to any of these. You know, we're on the beach. We're just kicking the sand around, splashing around, around. The war, in the water. Well, so you got anything? Yeah, I think I got one okay. or two maybe uh, for this one. Uh, first, trying to get into this industry, and now I'm here. So oh, that, right? Big flex, uh, big flex. <laughs> second one, having a girl. Got three boys and the girl's on the way. <laughs> so, yeah. Took you a while. Took me a damn long time. Uh, but he's got uh, a, a baby girl coming. When, when are we talking here? Uh, October. Okay. Yeah. Okay. October, oh, what's the age gape going to be? <laughs> the age gape? Uh, <laughs> we'll have a nine-year-old, a five-year-old, and a newborn. So, yeah. A little gape right there. That's a big gape. Big gape. Okay. <laughs> Quite a gape. Do you got an answer? Uh, not a not a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I I was never a good swimmer. Mm. Still not a great swimmer, but I can swim. Right. So there you go. <laughs> That's about That's it. A great answer. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. Uh, all right. Next one here. This is random. Which player on the Nuggets can eat the most chicken nuggets? <laughs> Knowing Skeets loves them from Mickey D's. Let's assume that that's where they're from. I think the obvious choice is Jokic, but. I think DeAndre Jordan is a sleeper pick. You can flip this question and ask who on the Heat can last in the sauna the longest. <laughs> Hands down, it's Haslam. You can just see it in his eyes. Anyways, turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Bulls are back when they blow it up, and Lowry's got a dump truck. That's from <laughs> Kyle in Scarborough, Ontario. So there are two questions here. Let's start with the Nuggets. Who on that team can eat the most chicken nuggets, if you, if you had to guess? Is it Jokic? Is it Jordan? Or is there somebody else? really feels like it's Jokic. It does feel like it's Jokic. <laughs> Seems like you crush nuggets. He, he, he's been talking about how he was fat as a kid also. You know, he can pack it in. Mm -hmm. I'm sure DeAndre Jordan can pack some back as well. Um, but, yeah, it feels like who's eaten the most calories in their lifetime. I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic. One setting, one one he can do it again. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I mean, uh, obviously you're including the big guys in the conversation. Thomas yeah. Bryant uh, has a boyish face. Looks like he'd still be a teenager. They love chicken nuggets, so I think he's got to be in the mix. Uh, my dark horse, though, is Aaron Gordon uh, as a big nugget eater. You're talking about calories. This guy transformed his body. He was like a jumper, skinny, strong guy. Now he looks like a refrigerator. Yeah. He is jacked. So you need fuel for those muscles mm. you need protein to grow those bulging biceps uh and chicken nuggets could fuel mm -hmm. <laughs> aaron gordon's nuggets that's how i say fit exactly you yeah. saw this guy out in the streets after the championship walking with fans you think if a fan suggested let's stop and get 50 from mcdonald's aaron gordon wears number 50 yeah he's like 50 <laughs> nuggets let's go put them on our shoulders yeah that was a crazy clip eh? oh man ag just out <laughs> In the Shirtless. Denver streets, man, having the time of his life, almost to the point where like this looks dangerous. But you know, he was full. He yeah. was fine. Yeah, he looked like Roman Roy out there. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what about the flip side of this? Uh, who could last in the sauna the longest on the Miami Heat? <laughs> I mean, it's got hold like Haslam. Fine, great pick. Wouldn't Jimmy outlast them all? He's staying locked in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would think so. Oh, I like the old man pick though. Yeah, old men love the sun. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was a perfect scenario being in Denver because Chris Chelios came up, the old NHLer. He 
love to be in the sauna, and I love saying that he put on a garbage bag in the sauna okay. and Ooh. rode a bike. He, oh, he rode an exercise bike with a garbage bag on to lose all the sweat. So oh. old guys can do it. Okay. So you're thinking Haslam then. Yeah. Old guys love it. Old yeah. guys love the sauna. Yeah, Why was do. Chris Chelios trying to lose weight? I guess it was just stay fit. Okay. Lose fat, I guess. <laughs> Kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> it's just so an old guy thing. It, it's like yeah. thirty years ago, I guess, or sure. something. So that was a way to. That was what people were doing. It's like dangerous. Yeah, true. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Very yeah. dangerous. Yeah, get super dehydrated. Uh, any other uh, Miami Heat players come to mind for you? Uh. I mean, Jimmy is the one to me. There was that famous photo of him during the stupidly locked-in time where he's just dripping in sweat, so you know he's fine uh, with oh, sweating. Yeah. And then I guess, I mean, Kevin Love probably has to be included under the old guy correlation <laughs> as well. Like, you just tough it out for a while. <laughs> if you're if you're in your late 30s, you can stay in the sauna for a long, long time, it seems like. <laughs> How would Lowry fare in there? He's got the most comfortable seat. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just walking around the uh, the arena with the towel on. Oh, that's, that's where he was point. headed. Yeah. To the sun that was recent okay well let's hear from everybody out there uh very important question which denver nuggets could eat the most chicken nuggets and which heat player could last the longest in the sauna what we got prediction time okay there are now 11 teams who haven't won the nba championship which of the following teams will be the next to win their first the clippers the grizzlies jazz hornets magic nets pacers pelicans suns or Thunder, if we don't count the Supersonics as their championship, and also the Timberwolves. Okay. Alphabetical order. That is from <laughs> Stet Banks on Twitter. Who wants to start us off from those eleven squads? So eleven, if we uh, if we're including the Thunder, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's yeah. a sneaky, sneaky, um, sneaky. Well, I think the Suns need to be near the top of this list closest now I yeah would say. closest now obviously uh, you know new coach in there you got the new owner who's very aggressive about trying to bring a title to the desert there for the first time um i i, I thought whoever won that that sun's nuggets uh, battle there in the second round was going to go on to win the championship nuggets got it done they obviously won the title so maybe it could have been the suns had they somehow knocked them off um so i guess i go suns I think I still include the Grizzlies pretty high on this list. I mean, we're waiting here on the John Morant news. May not be this season, <laughs> but they got a good good team there. Um, uh, there's no way I'm including the Clippers because never for them. Eh, throw me a wild card like in the next three, four-year window where they pop off. Give me the Thunder. I'll go Suns, Grizzlies, Thunder as my three teams here. <laughs> I got two answers. I think there's a most likely tier. Suns, definitely, at the top. They got the two best players. They're the only team that beat the Nuggets twice in the postseason. Um, I'm also including the Clippers, just because they've got stars and they spend a ton of money. So maybe something breaks right for the first time in franchise history. We will see. And then I actually have the Nets in the most likely tier as well. Interesting. Also on account of they're in a major market and they spend a lot of money. That helps getting good players, as we saw with the KD, Kyrie, James Harden experiment. It didn't pan out, but that was a team that could have won a championship. Then in my teams that might be talented enough in the long run, I got the Thunder as well, just because they've got a lot of picks. They've got an all-NBA player. They're adding the second overall pick from this year next season. I think the Magic are there, depending on how things play out. And then I got the Pelicans and the Grizzlies because they've got talented teams as well. I don't think either of them could win a championship as currently constructed, but they could add some pieces and be better in the future. So the Hornets, Pacers, and Timberwolves got no shot. No. Uh, amongst Not as, well, or Jazz. 
Or the Jazz. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go out definitely with what you guys said. There's no... I wouldn't be adding anything to the conversation. You know, the Timberwolves have hope with an Anthony Edwards as your lead yeah. guy. Um, but besides that, yeah, you, got, you guys covered it all. It's difficult. I mean, like, look at the Suns. I know they haven't won the title, but we're talking about them being close. But, like, what was there, a five, five-year stretch there where they were winning 20 games, you know, 19 games, uh, you know, yep. time and time again, and, and then turned into at least a team where – They've been in the running for a championship the last couple, obviously go into the finals and then a couple uh, conference semifinals losses to uh, to some good squads. But yeah, I, I like the I like the sun. I like the magic. I, I I was thinking about the magic too. They they would be along the lines of the thunder. Yeah. But you would put the thunder ahead of them just because of the SGA factor, like so that superstar talent, you know, level. But Paolo could easily easily get there in the in the next. Next year, uh, if not the year after that. So they're, they're a sneaky pick there. I like the magic in the East. All right, let's take a break. We got lots more questions, though. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. All right, we're still here in the Classic Factory, still uh, kicking some sand on the beach, reading your emails and tweets. This is a good one from Colin. I have a Bay Area friend who is convinced Jonathan Kuminga is an all-star quality player now and would feature on a tanking team. So he'd be sort of a star on a bad team. I'm convinced, Colin writes, his ceiling is third banana on a competitive team. He couldn't stay on the floor in the playoffs right now. Please settle this. Listening since Grantland, thanks for all you do. All right, thanks, Colin. Uh, Kaminga, thoughts on the ceiling for this kid? He's what, kid. 20 years old? He's a kid. <laughs> He's 20, right? 20. Still, He's still 20. Oh. 21 at the start of next season, okay. October. Birthday. Okay, so, so who's right here? Yeah, unfortunately, they could both be right. You put him on a start. <laughs> a little bit, uh, yeah. You put him on a bad team. He's going to be a really good player, I assume. He can do everything. But will he be a number one guy? I mean, it's, it's obviously a little too early to tell. He's got all the potential. Uh, we were just watching the uh, the Euro League Final Four. Anthony Randolph showed up. I mean, is Jonathan Kuminga going to be an Anthony Randolph? He's got all the tools, um, but he's 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 already better. Um, why am I bringing up Anthony Randolph? I mean, I guess I guess it sounds like uh, his what what Colin is saying is that he's. I mean, you're already giving him a, a level of third player that's pretty damn good i mean that's that's like an all-star player uh you know we're talking like aaron gordon here on the denver nuggets so sounds like a good player to me well i mean <laughs> really just what we're getting at is is, is kaminga ever going to be a superstar a star you know leading a team 
as a one or two guy, maybe. Or is he going to be a Wiggins, an Aaron Gordon? Ex- that's what I, I can had. see that happening <laughs> that's here. Exactly who I wrote down. Right, Aaron Gordon and Andrew Wiggins. Like you got to be in the perfect scenario uh, to maximize your skills, and then you look like a winning player. Could that be with the Warriors? Definitely. Like yeah. I mean, he shot thirty-seven percent from three. Almost at 10 points per game. I thought he should have probably played more in the playoffs, but obviously Steve Kerr didn't trust him. I think some of the comments you've heard from Steve Kerr about everybody being aligned and just wanting to win probably pointed a lot at uh, Jordan Poole first and foremost, and then Kuminga I think is high in the mix. But you look at the 2021 draft, he went right ahead of Franz Wagner. So I guess the question is kind of, could he be Franz Wagner? If those two guys switched places, they don't play exactly the same. I think uh, Kuminga is more of a play finisher. And Franz is more of a play creator. But I'm like, Kaminga, if you put him on a Magic team and gave him a ton of possessions, he's probably scoring 18 a game on poor efficiency. Uh, And I don't know. So, yeah, third banana on a competitive team who maybe doesn't close every game of a finals. I think that is a likely scenario. Yeah. I mean, again, he's not even 21 years old, already scoring 10 per game in the league, has a three-point shot, obviously a very, very athletic player uh, and can bring it defensively. I'm high on him, uh, you know, whether he stays with the Warriors or he finds his way to another team, whatever it is. Uh, you know, you're, not, you're not giving up by any means on this guy. In fact, ESPN here uh, recently, in, in a lot of their draft coverage, sort of buried within who the Warriors might take. Uh, Jonathan uh, Givoni, Givani? How do you say it? Givani? Givani, um, The Warriors are exploring the option of acquiring a high draft pick in exchange for a young prospect, such as Kaminga. So that was just sort of uh, included in their write-up or their draft mock of who they could take. So, yeah, if you uh, if you believe that, maybe Kaminga could be had for a. I would assume it'd have to be like a top ten pick to get him. I mean, he went seventh. Went seventh, <laughs> two drafts ago. Right. So we'll see. Uh, but we're high on him, as you can tell, Colin. So, yeah, who's right? Um, both of you will be right. <laughs> You're right right now. And <laughs> yeah, the, the scenario probably wasn't right for him to play at the end of games for a championship team. I mean, they wanted to win the championship, and it just wasn't the right scenario. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, yeah, if he was playing for the whoever's uh, that wasn't in the same scenario, he would have been playing a lot, mm-hmm. and we would have been seeing those skills. Yep. But anyways... You guys are friends for a reason, Colin, you and your friend. It sounds like you're on the same wavelength. Next one here. After watching the Nuggets and the Heat in the NBA Finals, do we think the Suns and the Mavs screwed up by trading quality depth for one star? That's from Kevin W. Ferris. Mm. So after watching these very likable teams in the Finals, I guess showing off their depth... Uh, you know, we just praised obviously Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. and and the compost crew for the Nuggets and their bench. That the Suns and Mavs, in acquiring KD and Kyrie respectively, they gave up too many solid players for that you know superstar player that definitely backfired for the Dallas Mavericks for sure. You know, Suns make the playoffs and make some noise. Um, I don't think they screw. No, I don't think they. I don't think they screwed up. I think it's just hard to win the first year after a trade because you got to trade multiple players for a huge contract like a Kevin Durant or for a Kyrie Irving. So, like, I don't actually think that the Nuggets and Heat were particularly deep teams. They played seven guys, basically, in the game. Half their roster is not playing. A lot of that was injuries for the Heat, so they're digging down deep. But you got to have two guys who carry the load 
So that's most important to me. You had Jokic and Murray on one side. You had Jimmy and Bam on the other side, even if they were a little more inconsistent uh, in the finals. But you got to have seven players. You can't have four players, which is basically what the Suns and Mavericks had. You get those extra guys at the end of the bench in year two when everybody's like, okay, we got a chance at a championship here. Let's hop on board. That's how you get a Jeff Green uh, if you're the Denver Nuggets. They're not paying him a ton of money, but he's a valuable guy who's in their rotation. There was like no Jeff Green for the Suns off the bench. They would have loved to have had it, Jeff Green. Who is that guy for them? I don't know. Sometimes it's Jay Crowder, but you can find him. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, the Suns needed uh, another superstar, so they went and got uh, Kevin Durant. Now, you could argue that maybe Mikael Bridges could have, you know, been that guy at, at some point, but you need a number two. I mean, we saw what Jokic uh, did in the playoffs without Jamal Murray. He got swept. Uh, they needed a, another superstar, and alongside yeah, Booker, a, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, like in that instance, um, yeah, they they need. They need depth, obviously. Like Cam Johnson, who went to the Nets in that trade, could easily be, you know, a Michael Porter, uh, I think, on a championship team. Just be a guy who who fires away guards. Uh, Mikel Bridges could easily be, you know, an Aaron Gordon, different different type of player. But uh, yeah, I, I think I, I understand the question. But you need you still need a star uh, to 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 be along with your star. And so the the Suns. I think they knew that their depth was shot, and uh, they'll be digging right right now, right now to to get those guys some help. Uh, Ishbia is going to do everything, including you know, potentially stretching and waving Chris Paul. So there's there's lots to do uh, for them because they traded so much. I mean, yeah, the Nets got a lot of their players, <laughs> and that was a that was a great haul for them as well. And as for the Mavericks, trading what Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, um, first round picks, yeah. Uh, I mean, it could blow up in their face if Kyrie Irving does not yes, sign the with them. Risk, then that yeah. is very, very bad. Yes, that may be you've screwed yourself, but I think uh, you know handshake deal, whatever under the table deal is Kyrie sticking. Hey, he's going to bring LeBron James with him, <laughs> so that's pretty good. You're probably going to trade right. Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith for Kyrie and LeBron if that's uh, the end game. Um, but you're right, Trey. Like the idea of like it's tough to do a deadline deal. And then just win the championship. Like, especially when you're talking like superstar players, because yeah, you gotta send a bunch out. So your team has completely changed the makeup of it. It's for the next year and the year after that, where now we have the superstars because they were available. We we wanted them. You know, they don't come available all that often, though in the NBA it feels like they're always coming available. Um, we got it, and now let's build the team around, you know, in Sun's case, KD and Booker and maybe Chris Paul and whatever with Aiton, and then Kyrie and Luca for the Mavs. But yeah, no, I think uh I think a lot of a lot of teams are making these deals. Like, for the players we're talking about, Miguel Bridges looks the best of the bunch. All of these guys I just named in, in all of these, in those two deals. Oh, of course. You know, he looks like he could be an all-star for the Brooklyn Nets uh, next year. But otherwise, you know, these are not, like, these are just, these are good players. You need good players, we, it turns out, <laughs> yes, as your fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh guys. But there are a lot of good players out there. You just gotta, gotta go get them. And you gotta have your coach stick around. Like, I would say that's another big lesson for these two teams. Both of these coaches, yeah. long-tenured Spolstra and Malone, they've gotten the buy-in. Like, the Nuggets' core has been together for basically four seasons after the Aaron Gordon trade, despite the fact that they weren't able to play together. They were still all together, building towards the same thing. They add in the extra pieces, who made them into a championship team, much similar to the Heat, right? Like, they're, they've got their core in BAM 
and Butler and Spolstra, they're all working together towards the same thing, and then they can just find whoever. Uh, name a white guy, and suddenly he can shoot threes for the Miami Heat in the finals. Uh, so you got to have good coaching. That's where it really pays off. All right, our next one here. Let's get ready to fire the pun gun, boys. It's been a while. Christina Binden wants to know, what are your favorite NBA team names slash food puns? I'll go first, she says. The Denver Nougats. Okay. Nougat. Nougat. How do you say it? Nougat. Nougat. <laughs> Nougat. <laughs> Nougat. I do like uh, changing the one team name that is actually a food. <laughs> yeah. That's next level. You're right. I may have been eating a Snickers when I read this question, though. It was perfect the time. Nougat. Yeah. Nougat. Denver Nougats. <laughs> it's really weird to say. <laughs> okay, but uh, go ahead then. You must you have guys, a couple, right? Yeah, I got too much. So, oh, so boy. I, I literally have Fire like, it, every team in the league. Really? Then no, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Well, go. I grabbed my Phoenix buns from the Los Angeles Bakers. Yes. And I, uh, I head on over to the New Orleans deli stands for a sandwich. <laughs> and some Washington Twizzlers, of course. Ah, oh, damn it. Forgot to grab my Phoenix Tums. Gonna have a problem here. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's yeah, pretty good. Buns and Tums. I thought you would... Uh, yeah, I want Buns and Tums. That's an easy one. Thumbs. I think the Washington, you said the Twizzlers, and you were getting a, a stomachache, which would work. Uh, what about the also Washington the Blizzards? Fans. DQ Blizzards. Mm. Mm? Tasty. Mm. I've just been beach. thinking about those. Yeah, on the beach for sure. little peanut butter, puppy chow. That's a new flavor they got. <laughs> new Orleans uh, gelatins. Like that one? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey, this, guy, hey, hey. this guy grabs his mic. That's what we're doing here. What else you got? Uh, L.A. Sippers. L.A. Sippers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. And then I had the L.A. Bakers too, so that's all. Oh yeah. <laughs> Classics. What do you got? Uh, Boston Garlics. <laughs> No? <laughs> no? I mean, that's a stretch. Boston Garlics? Come on. Uh, Brooklyn Nuts? Okay. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know, Brooklyn like nuts. a nut to eat. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you know, the food, a nut. Uh, maybe you could go to Voodoo Donuts and get some Portland Trail Glazers. Oh, uh, that's good. That's See, good, that's yeah. good. Mm. Yeah. I like that one. That Here's a, a reach. This one's a reach. Dallas Maverice. <laughs> yeah, Mav Rice. Everybody says that when they're talking about rice. <laughs> what a Dallas have rice. That doesn't make any sense either. Uh, uh, Houston croquettes. Okay, you're like a fried I ball. I like a croquette. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, maybe late night. Late night. You're staying up late. You want to have a snack, Ramento Kings? That's why I call myself the Snackramento King. <laughs> so when I'm watching okay. light the beam. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, you know, when you're getting hungry at the end of a finals game and Miami's trying to make a comeback, they're just all chanting, let's go eat! Let's go eat! I'm like, let's go. <laughs> That's why they're always you're leaving home, Let's early. go, yeah. They're like, yeah, dinner time. They're hungry. Uh, there you, you know, go. like Boston garlic, though, huh? Well, I mean... I mean, has so, many, has so many garlics. good ones. I mean, it's a real stretch, man. <laughs> I play at the TD garlic. <laughs> Okay, see, that's better. It's really important for yeah. the first letters to, uh, okay. to be similar, it turns <laughs> okay. out. Yeah, they, they, okay. they grow their Boston garlics in the TD Garden, even, you know, like, that's... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, great. There you go. Hopefully you're happy with that, uh, Christina. Bunch of uh, team name food puns. All right. You, you, you got, did you know? No, you guys nailed it. You guys All nailed right. it. Okay, next one. Hey, guys, I was thinking about how heat culture doesn't really match my impression of Miami's vibe. Which I think of as being more flashy. 
What are some other team identities that don't match their city's identity? Or which team's identity is a great match for their city? That's from Dave in Ottawa, but from Toronto. Hmm. Long time. Thanks, Dave. So what do you think about the first part that Dave is saying? Uh, the, the heat culture doesn't fit with, I guess, the city of Miami. It's sort of true when you think about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, heat culture, you don't... It's all about hard work, grit, determination. That's many other cities. <laughs> many other cities try to claim similar things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Miami, though. Yeah, Miami. Quite flashy. Uh, well, I've got an answer here. I think the Cavaliers match their city pretty well. Cleveland. You know, this is a defensive-minded team. They were the number one team in defensive rating hmm. in the regular season. Cleveland, that's a, that's a blue-collar town. That's a grab your lunch pail type of town. Cavs culture. That's right. Mm. Yeah. See, that works <laughs> yeah. better. So I thought that one matched. Uh, and I think, at least looking back at, at last season, the Toronto Raptors defense, they led the league in turnover percentage. And I was thinking of Jurassic Park and the Raptors. And it's like, uh, they always work together in that movie. They're always like surrounding, they do. you know, the, uh, the the human that they were going to kill. Uh, clever girls, right? Is what I'm getting at. So you know, like it's uh, they're working as a team. It's good team defense. They're they're uh, creating a lot of these uh, turnover percentage. I don't know what the hell. I'm talking about. <laughs> Cavs, Cleveland, Raptors defense because of actual Raptors, not Toronto at all. <laughs> not even the question. I just want to talk about Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the kids get away. Well, I mean, fortunately for the kids. <laughs> Unfortunately for the Raptors. Yes. Yes. Well, oh, I mean, the T-Rex saves them. Spoiler. First Jurassic Park. Uh, that was not originally how it was going to uh, end. Did you know that? I think they just had an anniversary for Jurassic Park. Was it a 30-year anniversary? It would be, yeah. Yeah, 93. Yeah. Um, so they, they switched it up. I guess Spielberg was like... Uh, people like the the T Rex is like a hero. People are gonna love a hero, like a, you know him saving them really yeah. at the end. <laughs> oh, there you go, Man, uh, originally, originally the T Rex was just gonna. Originally, they were all gonna die the right there in the. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a sick ending. That movie would be even more famous, I think. <laughs> probably, probably wouldn't have made a few more after that. No, no, no. But the T Rex saved the day, which also could have been a name for the Toronto basketball franchise. A T-Rex. Yeah. Oh, that was among the uh, the names, but Raptors won out. Mm. You know, that, that scene at the end where, what are they in? They're in like, what's that? What would you call it? Like the... the um... Like a rotunda? Well, yeah, but like... <laughs> what's that? Like a... I want to I keep saying convention center, but it's like a, the visitor center, I guess. Yeah, probably a, what a it lobby-ish is. Yeah. sort of deal. Yeah. Uh, so they're in there, right? And the raptors are trying to attack them. Everybody yep. knows the scene. It happens at the kitchen, spills out. Like yep, they're surrounded. Yep. Dr. Grant, kids. Yeah. Whatever the woman's name is. Uh and then the T-Rex, like I'm saying, storms in, saves the day. How'd that T-Rex get in so quietly? <laughs> That's a great call. Like I there's an you see one shot, I believe, like there is an opening. Like it's bigger than a door. But you think too big for a T-Rex to fit I mean, he got, he got in very quietly, is my point. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, he's just inside. A simple so, cup uh, of water would have been a dead giveaway that he was coming close. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. But How did he reach the door handle with those tiny little arms? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, do you guys have any answers to this? Uh, no. Any thoughts on Jurassic Park or the entire series? Did you watch them all? Not the last one. Jurassic World? Is that yeah. the last one? 
Is there two Jurassic Worlds I already? So. I think yeah. there is. Yeah, two, uh, I watched the first Chris one. Chris Pratt's. I've only seen the original three. Yeah, there's three Jurassic Worlds, actually. Three? There's, they made a third already. Dominion, I guess, is one. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, there was a trilogy. I don't think that they were very good. I saw the first Jurassic World. I hadn't seen the last two. Right. You Have you seen... Oh, you haven't seen these la- the recent not, ones? Not the last two of them. I saw right. the first Jurassic World. Dinosaur but, fan? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Dinosaur fan. How, how do you feel about... Uh, I'm on record. Dinosaur I'm saying uh, They just like... <laughs> The dinosaur world—they just make up dinosaurs every couple of years. They do. Like I'm, they just I'm 100 like, on board with that. Yeah, like, sell some more merch. Like, <laughs> you know, we had the Land Before Time when I was a kid, uh, and they had the Triceratops. And then a couple years ago, they were like, "There's no Triceratops. That, that doesn't exist." And now they're saying, "Actually, it was a Quadriceratops." Oh like, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, remix, yeah. upgrade, make it stuff up. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> they got a Quadriceps now. I hate that actually. Yeah, man. It's like a me. big dinosaur. That's is this a Gillette product? <laughs> you know, Gillette. I feel like they're they're razors. Look, I've been out of the razor game for a while. Yeah. They just add more and more blades. Right. That's what they're doing with these dinosaurs. More and more horns. Yeah, it's possible. Every year. <laughs> uh, another question here, guys. Howdy, fellas. I was recently listening to the Athletic Football Tactics podcast when all of a sudden, the voice of none other than Jason Doyle talking about erectile dysfunction began blessing my ears during an ad break. <laughs> wow. Uh, when have you seen or heard someone in a place you would have never expected? That's from Jack Longo in Victoria, British Columbia. Uh, makes sense. I believe that ad was airing only in Canada for our <laughs> Canadian listeners. That JDED commercial that had JD Canada by buzzing. Um, but yeah, when is uh, when's the time you know you saw or heard someone in a place you just never? Th- thought you would have seen them I guess I had two great ones at the finals uh Jamal Crawford showing up at the media run uh that was surprising I definitely had a bit of a LeBron James response remember there's that clip when Kawhi Leonard is checking back into the game in the 2014 finals he like looks over he sees LeBron he sees Kawhi checking he's like oh Oh. That's what I was like when Jamal Crawford was walking. I was like, oh, God. we're getting torched here tonight <laughs> <laughs> should be cool though the other one that was very weird as soon as game five was over uh, Jerome and I went down from 300 levels. We were heading to the court and stuff. I saw uh, Jokic's brothers. A gigantic crowd of people all coming to take photos with these guys. Big Jokic brother, probably the most photographed guy in the Denver Nuggets traveling party. Yeah. Hands down, including players, executives, everybody. This guy will take any photo. So like, haha, I'm going to go get a photo of this guy. As he walks in, Jerome's like, Trey, 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 Trey. Nikola Vucevic just walking through the concourses. I go, Vooch! It's like, hey, buddy, good to see you. You doing okay? <laughs> I don't think we ever met. <laughs> but I was like, we were best buddies. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Scoop, Vooch is coming back. All right. To the Bulls. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I didn't actually ask him, oh, but okay. it seemed like it. <laughs> well, I guess if you yeah, it your seemed hand. like a, felt like a rich handshake. <laughs> okay, good answer. Vooch. <laughs> what's he doing? Just hanging out? Yeah, what's he, what's he there for? What's he there? I think he was rolling with the, the Jokic crew, yeah. is what it yeah. seemed like. They yeah, were very close after each other. There you go. Uh, what do you got? Um, well, once upon a time, I uh, invited my wife to go out to a, uh, to a bar to hang with Zach Lowe. She didn't come, um, but I, I later found out after some some talking to Zach Lowe that he taught my wife in a high school class. That's crazy to me. It still. is. It is. It is strange. So it would have just been a lot easier 
uh, if she was there to make the connection. But it took some texts, it took some calls <laughs> to figure it all out. Like when you were at that school and you were, yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. older is your yeah, wife? Yeah, worked doing out. All that. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. So, classic. Ash, you got an answer for this? Seen uh, anyone random? Uh, well, I guess this might be a spoiler, but I don't know. Uh, Mandalorian. I'm watching it, mm-hmm. and uh, Jack Black and Lizzo pop up on the screen. I was like, Jack Black's in Star Wars? <laughs> Lizzo's in Star Wars? That was kind of weird. This, this is the it. second season of Mandalorian? Third, third this, season. Third, season, third yeah. season. So, yeah, sorry. Spoilers. No big deal. You're, sticking, you're sticking with that show, are you? <sighs> I love Star Wars, man. Like, Fair. Got to watch it. Okay. Yeah, got to watch it. How's, the, how's Grogu doing? He, he's uh, <laughs> still the same. Is he still a baby? <laughs> Still a baby. Wow. I don't think he's ever going to not be it's a It's not going to be like a Groot situation? I don't think he can be. Right? Like if Yoda was 900 years old and this kid's oh, 50. Oh, right. So they just they just age super slow? Super slow. So he's just going to be, hmm. I don't know. They just announced a new movie after nine with Ray coming back. I don't know. He's still going to be a baby if he's there. If he's alive, he's still going <laughs> to be a baby. So wow. that's the point. I don't know. Has his, is he like... Uh, are his powers getting better? Like, is yeah. he, uh, yeah, he learning can, how to use them? Using the force very nicely. Could Grogu beat uh, <laughs> <nice>. T Rex? <laughs> Could Grogu? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. This is mine. <laughs> Does Jack Black do a song? No, but I wish he did, honestly. <laughs> his character, it was so funny. Like, we had just seen the Mario movie, and then we were watching Mandalorian, and then the kids were like, that sounds like Bowser. Yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah, wow. he's just kind of like nice. using a little bit of that voice, and he was just kind of weird, and Lizzo was just being Lizzo in Star Wars. It was really weird. It was really weird. But I was like, eh, it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have not a greatest answer as that. Do you remember Star Provisions here in Atlanta? The, well, yeah, the original yeah, one yeah, on yeah. the west side? The only reason I bring this up, it's like not a big deal to see celebrities, but I saw two celebrities at the exact same place at a random, like, what would you call that place? Like a sandwich shop, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Usher, super tiny. Good blow, Atlanta blow, sighting. Blows your mind seeing him in person. And Jason Bateman. Saw two celebrities in the exact same place. Celebrities like Star Provisions, or at least they used to like that one. Why did they ever <laughs> shut it down? I don't know. They shut down that Star Provisions. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's something else. I think, or it moved. I think it just moved. They didn't like the space they had to sell all their uh, pottery. <laughs> you <laughs> you can buy all a bunch of, of that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. there. <laughs> Got a sick like, bulldog uh, ashtray once. That was really cool. Uh, <laughs> man, they had a great Reuben. They had good sandwiches, yeah, man. Sandwiches. That's, no wonder these people were going. Even the stars, just like us, love a good sandwich. Only stars could eat. Maybe that's why they had to close down. Plebes like us started coming in. They're like, these guys, these are not big enough stars. We got to stick to the Usher-Bateman region. Interesting. How tall was Jason Bateman? You I know, Usher was small. Compared to Usher, he was a giant. He was like Boban. Usher just so small. It's like you can put him in your pocket. It's crazy. <laughs> big personality though that guy <laughs> oh, big dance moves yeah, yeah, yeah. He dance is bigger uh, I don't, on I don't remember ba- I don't remember I think he was just average if I'm but most most people in Hollywood are pretty small so maybe he's like 5'8 I don't know let's look that up let's what do you look order? that up what do you order what do you guess let's get some guesses on his order or his height on his height 5'9 okay 5'8 uh, five, I think he's 5'8 okay you're going a little smaller yeah. what do you got five, count the hair did you just see it? Yeah. 5'11". No way. No way. I don't think so. No way. He's never never seen him. I don't believe it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. 5'10", tops. He's, do, he's doing what I do. I try and say I'm 5'11". 
our buddy Dub gets pissed off with me. He's like, "You're not five eleven. Mm. You're five ten and change, but you're you're rounding up too much." <laughs> okay, there's, I'm seeing five ten and three quarters here <laughs> for baby. He's, he's a rounder. He's basically my height. <laughs> uh, round up, Jason. We're five eleven, man. Says it on my ID. Uh, let's take our final break. When we come back, uh, another question or two and tweet of the night. Don't go anywhere. Been doing a bunch of retirement planning stuff lately. So I've had documents flying in and out the mailbox. A lot of signatures, both analog and digital. A lot of phone calls, a lot of stamps. Got to get my long-term future straight. Yeah. Let me tell you, Skeets. The things we build our future around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. Watch your assets. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash nodunks for 10% off plus free document shipping. Trust and Will's website is simple to use and the process is straightforward. In no time, you'll have peace of mind that your assets and wishes are secure with easy access and control of your estate planning. Each will or trust is state-specific and customized to your needs. Whether it be care wishes, nomination guardians, final arrangements, or power of attorney, it's easy to ensure your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings or the state deciding what happens to your assets. Secure your assets and protect your loved ones with trust and will. Get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash nodunks. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash nodunks. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, still here in the Classic Factory. If you're joining us live on YouTube, uh, hit the like button and make sure you subscribe. So I guess we are looking at the entrance that that T-Rex could have entered through in the original Jurassic Park movie. Just past the scaffolding there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's he's crouching. He's coming in quiet is all I'm saying for a T-Rex because they don't even know he's there. But then again, they're like uh, getting attacked by um, by raptors. Yeah. So they're a little distracted. I'm talking about the humans here. <laughs> <laughs> what is Laura Dern's name in this? Uh, yeah. Ellie. Ellie. Nice, Ellie. nice, Ellie. nice, nice, nice. Okay. All right. Um, thanks, I guess for fact checking me there, I still think that's a little suspect that he got in that easy. But anyway, uh, oh boy, come, come. 
So why don't we get? Why don't we set up a second mic? No. Nope. Can't no way. No <laughs> way. Nice haircut, by the way. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Barbara Jason. How's um, the place? How's the place? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Okay. It's a nice uh, little solo spot. Kind of in like a salon, WeWork type thing. You okay. Know? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Madison Yards. Uh, they jumped on the skeleton of the T-Rex. I know. And they're th- it all falls apart, and uh-huh. it's breaking apart. They're screaming their heads off. John Williams is cranked. He's gonna cr- he's gonna sneak in. Okay. All right. So you buy it? I'm buying it. <laughs> you think they got the John Williams score playing in the lobby? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's on it's a loop. Exciting, yeah. <laughs> what are we call- what are we calling that? This lobby. I, I liked the rotund- rotunda. <laughs> it's a great word. Dude. Visitor's okay. center. It's the fucking lobby. Of Jurassic yeah. Park, right? I don't know. <laughs> you think that's Jurassic the first lobby. building you go into when you come into Jurassic yeah, Park? Yeah, you get off the boat or the helicopter. Sign your and you waiver. Go in. Yeah, it's got the you know the banner that does have the falls banner. down as the T Rex is getting. Attacked. Can you confirm what I was saying uh, about there was supposed to be a different ending? Uh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I think the book does end differently. Not to get it back into a Crichton conversation <laughs> from Is This Good? But Crichton. yeah, I, I, believe it's, I believe it's different. I can't remember what yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, good call by Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> right, we got right. one more question. Yeah, last here. question. With all of the hours you have free now that you're not watching basketball, what's your go-to way to fill that time void? Thanks, Max Shine. Who wants to start us off? <laughs> Watching all the Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's watch all the Jurassic Park movies. Let's watch all the Mission Impossibles. Let's watch all the James Bonds. What other Tough. series? All can the we James do? Bonds. I don't I think mean, we you can do it. You want to get nuts? Go Harry Potter. No, Rambo. thank you. Uh, Rambo. <laughs> Rambo. Uh, okay. First Rocky. Blood. There's a lot of Rockies now with like the Creed Rockies. franchise uh, being successful as well. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be like what nine total? Maybe. Wasn't there six Rockies? Yeah, there was like five original Rockies. Then they had like Rocky Balboa. Then they had three Creeds, yeah, I think, right? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. What are you doing during the summer? <laughs> no, watching the movies, man. <laughs> movies are back for me. I feel like I've spent like a decade watching shows specifically, but I'm, I'm back on movies. Y'all heard about movies? <laughs> I have watched four Mission Impossibles recently. Backwards. Not the movies, but I watched like six, and then it, was like, it wanted to start me on five. I was like... <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I just I just watched three last night. Uh, wow. That's the old era. That's the old era of Mission Impossible. It ain't the same. Uh, but I'll definitely be going and see the new one when that one comes right, out. Right. Uh, number four of the new era. They're similar to Fast and Furious where they made a bunch of old ones that feel like old ones, like feel like 90s movies, though three came out, I think, in 06. And then they took a few years off and came back with kind of a different <laughs> mission statement, if right. you will. Yeah. Uh, so that... I'll be seeing movies. Seeing a lot of movies this summer. Okay. What is this uh, Owen Wilson Bob Ross movie? He's playing Bob Ross. Yeah, but, but they stole the wow the, the likeness of Bob Ross. Now, basically, I'm watching movies as well. Then Trey got me googling movies. Uh, that's what I'm doing in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. Forget TV shows. It's all about movies. Carl Nargle he plays. <laughs> so it's yeah. just a knockoff. It like. looks like it. It's called Paint. It's yeah. a fake Bob Ross. It's oh. a flop. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sounds good, though. Yeah. 32%. <laughs> oh. oh! Ouch. What are you doing, Esh? Movies. You love movies. <laughs> yeah, I do love movies. <laughs> <laughs> I do so I'll like be watching music. movies. I'll be watching movies. I just saw Spider-Man twice past two weeks. Oh! Gonna go see The Flash at some point, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 
Elemental with the kids. Oh, that's know. not getting good reviews, I heard. Is it really not? That's what I heard. Uh, the kids want to see it. Okay. Them okay. See it. But yeah, movies. Movies and probably playing some video games. We'll see. Oh, yeah. video games. Uh, I almost bought, thanks to Instagram. I'm scrolling through, scrolling through. You obviously get the ads. Uh, is it sort of like, I guess it's like an emulator, right? Where it's got all the old games on it. I think it was called like Game Grid or something. Maybe somebody out there has it. Somebody in the stream team. Tell me if I should buy this thing. But it just like, what are you playing it's it all on? nostalgia. Well, it's like one of these things you just plug into the TV type thing. And it's got them all loaded up in it, like Street Fighter and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like basically every game we all played mm-hmm. growing up. And I was like, oh boy. What's your system? What's what's? What do you mean? This is the part of it. Oh, it's like the controller looks like a PlayStation mm-hmm. controller. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it comes with two of them, and then like you know, hundreds of games. It's like I'm intrigued by that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to play all the old games. Like I just love them. It can't be expensive. These no, no, it's like it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, but I'm just like, it looks so cool. I'm like, really? Is this as good as it is? Maybe it is. If you like those old games, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell me should I if I should buy this. That's what I'll be doing. I feel like you're always looking for encouragement to buy a video game. I am. Just do it, man. You want to buy an NBA Jam arcade? You yeah. want to buy a Switch? You want to buy this yeah. thing? Maybe you just don't like video games that much. I just know. No, I just know. I'm. I'm. It's gonna be trouble. I'm just gonna be locked in on that room. It's my. It's my uh, personality. I'll just. I'll go too far into it, and then I'll be getting. You know, I won't be doing things. I won't be outside. <laughs> I'll be doing things. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely getting yelled at <laughs> by Nora. I won't be walking the dog. Uh, hold on, I had to complete this level. <laughs> That's why I don't have these, man. I I love video games, uh, but I'm gonna do it. You're right. <laughs> I'm gonna get one. That's what I'm doing this summer. I'm filling the void. I'm gonna twitch. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. Hundred percent. You guys should start streaming. I think you would have a huge fan base. Obviously, you just play it. video games. Yeah, and it'd be hilarious because none of you guys are like. Gamers. gamers yeah 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 we and you'd just be kind of like sitting there saying like what the fuck am i doing yeah. and like you'd have the viewership i'm sure okay yeah. all right. you play this new zelda yet see no but <laughs> all my friends have i heard it's really good it's supposed to be sick it's really good. i'm playing you can make uh, anything jedi survivor right now yeah. okay and then uh spider-man 2 comes out in a couple months i'll be playing there that. you go there you go so they're gonna be making a zelda movie i assume like if we've got a super mario brother movie it's supposed to be something zelda-ish on Netflix at some point. Uh, live action Zelda. Unless <laughs> it's go. fake. Owen Wilson as Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda-ish. Wow. I'll watch wow. it. Wow. Wow. Uh, all right. Good, good crop of questions. Keep them coming. You know we'll be hitting the beach throughout the summer. That's how we're going to fill the void. Answering your questions. So uh, send them in. No dunks at theathletic.com. Tweet them in at no dunks Inc. Or leave them in the YouTube comments. Really, really appreciate it. Everybody that dropped a cue for us. NBA questions and non-NBA questions. Let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. I got two tweets for you guys. First one, NBA-related, from at NBA PR. 2023 NBA playoffs averaged 5.47 million viewers across ABC, ESPN, and TNT, making it the most-watched playoffs in five years. That's good. That's solid. People like the basketball. 
Um, as for the finals, ABC brought in an average of 11.64 million viewers, which was a slight decrease from 2022 and the six-game series we had between the Celtics and Dubs. That averaged 12.402 million, so very, very close when it got to the finals. But the playoffs overall, Tass, pretty good numbers here, at least when you compare them to the last five. Yeah, the first three rounds had a lot of buzz, even if there was a, a tiny drop-off in the, uh, the finals. There was a lot of drama in those first three rounds. We could sense it here in the studio. People were a buzz on no dunks as well. It was it was, a, it was a good first six weeks. I would say. Do you think a part of that it was it long. felt so open? Yeah. Like there was a lot of like, wow. It feels like everywhere. seven teams could win this title. So some in- intrigue there. Yeah, definitely a part of it. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd like to go back and see how many were sweeps. I mean, we really had one. Did we have one? Six are swept. The Is Nets, it? Lakers got swept oh, by the, the Nuggets. Finals, yeah. That's the only sweeps. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So no? it felt like it felt competitive for sure. Mm-hmm. There was good stories everywhere. Any thoughts on the uh, the ratings here, TK? Well, you like to see the ratings going up when they're coming up for uh, new TV yeah. rights deals. Uh, it definitely feels like some things are going to be changing. We might not be talking about ABC, ESPN, and TNT as the only places uh, that have games. So. I don't know. It's good that the numbers are ticking up, uh, especially when people were thinking they would be ticking down heading into this finals. And our second tweet of the night, it is a photo. So for you podcast listeners, come check this out or search at just S Barahani. Okay. Darko might be my favorite Raptors coach already. Look at this tunnel photo shoot. And we are showing you a pic here of the Raptors new coach Darko. Uh, looking very magician-like. This is by way of Chris Young of the CP taking these picks. There were there were a couple of them, but this was my favorite. Him touching the two walls in the tunnel. Looking very... <laughs> sort of menacing in a way. Oh, that's a nice photo right there, though. <laughs> Tass, you all in on these Darko <laughs> picks that we uh, had the press conference there yesterday. <laughs> Look at that one. <laughs> Creating memes day one. The... <laughs> Ratings up. Also, yeah, the social media impressions also up because of things like this happening in the NBA. He hasn't even coached a game. Uh, <laughs> That's a and, great and photo. <laughs> People were saying uh, it compared to a photo of George Russell from the F1 world. Uh, he had a very similar photo. And uh, um, Job, um, Job, excuse me. Job. Job from yep. Arrested Development with the magician vibe. If you put like a dagger in his mouth. That would be uh, very similar to that. Yeah, I get a uh, Sebastian Maniscalco vibes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little bit as well. Like he's getting ready to perform a <laughs> stand-up comedy set. I would be a little nervous that he can't go flat hand, palm to palm on these walls. <laughs> Doesn't have the wingspan. He's got T-Rex arms, not Raptor arms. <laughs> he's like gripping the walls. <laughs> Tips only, baby. Good stuff there. Uh, fun tweets from that press conference, and he even dropped. Uh, Darko did a We the North in his first press conference outside. Did you see that, Tess? You don't see yeah. an, outside, an outdoors press conference, especially at least from the Raptors. That may be the first time that I can recall. <laughs> <laughs> nice weather up there in Toronto, I guess. And had everybody out there as he uh, was introduced to the fan base. Uh, that's it for us here. Little beach step in. Uh, we'll be back later this week, probably with a drop podcast. So again, get your questions in. Uh, we'll wait for the John Morant news. When do we find that out? I mean, it's... <laughs> Friday news dump? 
yep. from Adam Silver. Yeah, It'll so. happen right after we do the drop podcast. 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Nuggets parade tomorrow, though. Uh, so I'm sure we'll have some funny moments from that, some memeable moments from that. So, yeah, we'll be back later this week. Check out No Bunts, the baseball show with Tass and Joel. That's up on the Athletics Baseball Show feed. And, uh, yeah, make sure you subscribe. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys when we see you. We don't know if we're doing a show tomorrow. It's the, the, the weird way I'm coming at this. Well, let's come back Friday. Yeah, it's pretty quiet right now in the NBA Pretty world. quiet. By Friday, we'll have a lot of NBA. At least rumors to talk about, for sure. Or All right. maybe we'll just go on Twitch tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you want me to buy this thing? I'll express, ship it in, and we can play some... Uh, what would be an old game you'd most want to play right away? Uh, my, my number one growing up was Mortal Kombat there and that go. series, for sure. All right. Absolutely. We'll fire up Mortal Kombat. What about you? Do you have a favorite? So many. I could I could get back with the original Zelda. That's a good summertime play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Twitch stream coming tomorrow. <laughs> Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, Eldon Campbell Ring also loved playing video games. Brace the day, people. Hey, baseball fans, this is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.